Got something you're grinding on? You're listening to The Grind. 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Good Thursday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips and Coach Tony Iruli as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition of The Grind. I tell you, we're going to get a bigger studio. We, we got, or at least longer cords. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> at least another extra two or three feet worth for Absolutely. But, but Chris Hips, welcome in. Again, uh, the, the, uh, the orchestrator of the Hippies Keys to Victory on Rebel Radio on Friday nights. And uh, again, Coach Tony, I really the second uh, week in a row of the evening grind with us. Uh, been, yeah. a, been a regular attendee before on our morning show. But uh, again, welcome back, guys. And, and Chris, welcome well, th- Thursday is a good time for me because uh, you know we're, we've started a, a fall football practice up at Carson Newman, and we don't practice on Thursday, so it just kind of works out fine for me. Good times. What about it, Chris? Hey, I'm glad to be back in the studio. Well, if I could get you get you some mic on, it just ain't. There you go. There's a button. Yeah. Always a button. You're good now. What about well, it? I say I'm just glad to be back in the studio. It has been a while for me, you know, especially because of the morning time and hitting the grind myself. You just uh, you just left the dentist, didn't you? Yeah, unfortunately. And he's made it through. Yeah, yeah. You feel yeah. you feel anything up there? Uh, or I'm, I'm a little numb. A little still, numb so right now. I'm good. <laughs> well, good. Let's go ahead and get on with it then. <laughs> see, if, see if we can uh, keep the slobber down just a little bit. But uh, guys, first things first, and I'll try to mention this a few times during the show. So uh, normally, just full disclosure, Fridays are a little busy for me. Yeah. As I, I do the Maryville games for Rebel Radio on our sister station WGAP. Normally, we pre-record. Friday show because it's pick panel and it's just easier to do it that way. But tonight, Alcoa DB hits the the airwaves on WKVL just immediately, uh, so not going to be able to do that. As just now, uh, Heath Dunkel checks in, says, uh, "You boys, uh, two hop sports on our way to Kingsport uh, for the Alcoa Tornadoes taking on the Indians." That's what we're talking about, That's Heath. A- That's we're about to we're about to give you the keys to the game. That's what we're going to do since we know you're watching. We're going to give you give you stuff you already knew, but we're going to talk about it anyway. But uh, again, Heath Dunkel, great friend, and yeah. and again, two hype sports. If you if you don't follow that on social media, you should, and you'll be glad you did. But guys, the prep side of things is we're not going to be able to pre-record or talk tomorrow. We're going to run down the Blunt County and affiliated sure. um, communities. We're going to talk about the games coming up this week. Pick the games coming up. But uh, none's bigger than tonight's matchup, Alcoa-DB. I think a 3A Alcoa taking on a 6A Dobbins-Bennett. Both teams are 8-1. and one. Honestly, DB probably expected to be 9-0 and oh going into this matchup and uh, honestly had a letdown for the second year in a row against Science Hill last week. Right. Who it, picked that last week, by the way, Coach? Uh, I, I'm going to be on record saying uh, I'm good to talk football and analyze things. <laughs> Don't ask me to pick the, the, who's going to win because evidently <laughs> by my record last week, I had a tough week. I feel like though that that's my that's but, my but one yes, for the year. Yes, I've got. yes, you did pick Science Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat yeah. yourself on the back. Stump the, uh, <laughs> stump the. Uh, well, what's the guy? The the name? What's the guy that on ESPN they try to stump? Stump the. 
You got me on what that. What was one. his name? There was like a anyway. It's not important. We're not ESPN. So anyway, <laughs> let's uh, move on. Alcoa DB going on tonight, Chris. Yeah. We've seen Alcoa firsthand. We'll probably see Do- Do- Dobbins Bennett here in a couple of weeks yeah. uh, with with the Red Rebels. Uh, this is a team that uh, if you go to their place, I mean. It you you have a hard time not looking in the stands because the stands go into the skies. They've got the the big uh, they've got the big jumbotron, which Alcoa is you know they're used to that side of it. But uh, is this a good matchup for Alcoa? Is this a good matchup for Dobbins Bennett? What, what do you think? I mean, looking at the stats and looking at Max Prep, you know, throughout the day, you know, Dobbins Bennett is putting up thirty nine points a game. You know, to Alcoa's forty two. I mean, so offensively, it's going to be uh, very close. But, you know, that Alcoa team is stacked on both sides of the ball. And, you know, there's not been many teams that can actually stay with them. Well, and I'll tell you, Heath Dunkel drops on on the Facebook Live. Uh, this is the ninth meeting between the Tornadoes and the Indians. Alcoa leads the series right now five games to three. The last time Dobbins Bennett got had a victory over Alcoa, 1969. Been a while. They, yeah. uh, they uh, uh, Alcoa beat them, I think, last year, twenty to seven, something like that. It was, uh, it, yeah, Alcoa. Honestly, yeah. there there was only a couple games that that didn't have a moving clock in the second half last year. For that, the that was one of the few. I mean, most teams being a three A school, Alcoa would be a little bit intimidated going against a six A school. All right, not but so not much. Alcoa. Absolutely not. I mean, they're going to go six there. last year. Is what yeah, <laughs> they're going. They're going up there. Uh, they they got great confidence. It doesn't matter who they're playing. They're going to go up there expecting to win. Doesn't matter if it's whether it's out at Alcoa or at DB. Uh, I b- believe Alcoa is all set. They're going to have a great win here tonight. Well, I'll tell you, and, and Chris, we, you can you can kind of liken that, and I'm sure you've been to an Alcoa yeah. game. You actually went to Maryville Alcoa this year. Yeah, you were on the sideline there th- sure. this year. Uh, I, I saw him roaming the the sideline <laughs> down there. Well, it's, it's hard to pick. It's not easy. Well, it is easy picking out short fat Italian guys on the sideline. So, yeah, no problem. <laughs> on that one. Uh, he says this is the third six A program Alcoa has played this season. Again, Blackman, Maryville, and then now Dobbins Bennett. Sure, uh, they're one and one so far this season. And 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 again, not to not to be spoiler, but I, I think it's going to get to two and one uh, tonight. I, I just think when you see Alcoa get off the bus. That in in all you yeah. put whatever classification you want to next to their name. Sure, that's a six A football team. Yeah, that absolutely. that that team could literally you know pick where they wanted to play and be very successful. So I, I think it's extremely uh, it's an extremely progressed program. Sure. I think the fact that just based on enrollment versus what they put on a football team, it's amazing. I mean, I think if I'm not mistaken, this is not a I don't have a defined stat, mm-hmm. but I think they have like twenty plus percent of their school on the football team. Sure. And, I and, think it's like 100 kids. No I mean, joke. it's been the best recruited for Alcoa High School <laughs> yeah. is their, their football program. But not on top of that, they've got – yeah, we, I understand they got great players, but they got an outstanding coaching staff. Oh, absolutely. From the head coach to the assistants to the coordinators. I mean, all, a lot of them are college-level, easily, uh, type of coaches. Well, and, and, and I'll say this, Alcoa's defense – Sure. The, you know they're they're tremendous this year, and and they held they held Maryville scoreless in the first half. The only team that's done that since Rebel Radio took over uh, last year. We we've done twenty twenty four games now, and uh, and that's the only time they they were held scoreless in the first half. So uh, again, a testament to just 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 resiliency, tough kids, great coaching, great adjustments, mm-hmm. and then just the opportunity to to put it on the field. And there's high expectations for any young man going into their program. You know, going from where the from youth football to their middle school, I mean, there there's the Alcoa Alcoa way to do things. Mm. And for you to be a member of that program, this is the way you got to do it. There's a standard for each one of them, and it, it's been 
working out pretty well for him. Absolutely. And, Chris, you talk about the names that's come through that program. I mean, you talk about Randall Cobb. You talk about, what was it, Warren, uh, the, the big guy that went to Tennessee there yeah. a few years ago. Brandon Warren, was that his name? Was it the, was it the yeah. tight end? Yeah. Yeah. And, yes. and then – Coach Rankin, 447 wins, the all-time leader in Tennessee history, uh, 77 losses in 39 seasons. Uh, you, you do the math. That's a pretty hefty average. And probably most of those 77 were early in his career because he hasn't had very many losses right. in the last 10, 15 years. Right. Yeah, I mean, seeing Alcala up close, you know, they they have as many kids in uniform as a 6A team. I oh, mean, yeah. We kind of what sixty. I mean, they looked almost as big as Maryville on the sideline. So I mean, right. They got players, and also going back to like Dobbins Bennett. I mean, that stand, that stadium's going to be uh, very packed. Uh, we saw that in the Maryville game last year. Mm-hmm. But you know, Alcoa's ready for any kind of big game. Yeah, and and, and Coach Rankin, I, I can't remember if I read it uh, in the Daily Times or, or on some outlet. Uh, Coach Rankin said that he wanted a, a really aggressive opponent here in week number 10, uh, to get them ready for, for what's going to be a, a hopefully another playoff push that, that ends in Cookville. I don't know that there's anybody in 3A in front of them, yeah. but I think this is probably the last big test for for, for their, their their 2020 season. Yeah. I think it's going to be the Alcoa show through the 3A playoffs, so I think this is going to be a big matchup. It's going to be on TV. It'll be on Packers Crew, sure. but uh, we're going to advocate that you stay right here on this station at 630 and listen to Marty and Heath and Scott Dunkel uh, get get things rolling for you on uh, Two Hop Sports on Alcoa versus Dobbins Bennett tonight. Yeah, and I was going to mention, you know, part of it is the scheduling. They've got them uh, scheduled for uh, week number 10 to prepare them to go in the playoffs. Because honestly, except for the Maryville ga- game, I mean, they've been just kind of cruising it through the season. You know, large wins for by 40, 50 points and playing Dobbins Bennett as at the last game of the season. Now that's the game that's really going to go ahead and get moving forward, getting into the playoffs. When Which they, most mo- most yeah. likely the first, you know, two, three, four games are going to be most likely just, you know, easy wins for them until yeah. it gets, you know, near the end. Well, Percone in the state championship game didn't score on them. <laughs> so yeah. that just tells you what, what they put on the field. But but uh, you, you talk about that defense. I talk about it all I can. Uh, you know, it's just it's a dynamic piece. And, and they hadn't allowed an offensive score when they played Maryville through the first half. They sure. still hadn't. Uh, and then I think post that they they've only I, I would be I would be shocked. I, I, he's probably about to drop this on the on the Facebook live, but um, that he has not they have not allowed uh, very many points this season in general. A lot of moving clocks in the second half. Uh, again, it, it'll be one of those uh, dynamics. Uh, Heath, the number is eight six five nine eight three forty three ten. So they've given up a whopping fifteen points since they played Maryville. Since they played the Ribs. Yeah, a little bit of a setback, but you know they'll they'll, well, they'll, try, they'll try to get better. I here's the thing, though. I mean, that's been the battle. You you look at uh, you look at Coach Derek Hunt. The last yeah. week was his fiftieth win in his fifty third attempt. That's that's just mind boggling, right? Not bad. Fastest uh, to fifty wins. It's just a it's a monumental case. But uh, one of those losses, one of those three losses to the tornadoes. So uh, as we jump to the phone line, I think we got Mister Heath Dunkel on the line. Hey Heath, you on the grind? Hey, what's up, Wayne? How's it going, guys? What's up? We're talking a little tornadoes, and I appreciate the stats on the Facebook Live. <laughs> hey, man, I saw you guys getting rocking and rolling, and we're on our way to Dobbins Bennett to cover the game tonight between Alcoa and Dobbins Bennett, so I thought I'd show you all some love and talk a little Alcoa football. 
Share the post. That's what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, talk a little. <laughs> talk a little Alcoa. Uh, you know, we've been heralding all, all the defense and what you guys have been able to do. Uh, really, just limiting opponents. But but talk a little bit. You know, I know Cam Burden just committed there a couple weeks ago. Knows where he's going to try to uh, move to the next level. Uh, talk about this tornado team and, and the special players that in in what will be their finale of the regular season. What they're looking forward to here in the postseason. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this has been a great season so far for Alcoa. Um, obviously, expectations were this year with a very senior-laden class is to, to get that win over the Rebels. It didn't quite happen, but, man, it's been a phenomenal season for Alcoa um, nonetheless. 8-1 and one so far, 6-0 and oh in conference play. Alcoa continuing their dominance in the region. You know, that's been one of the big storylines again this year, as always, is Alcoa, you know, had a uh, region shutout streak going against their opponents. They 39 straight quarters, they had not allowed a single point to a regional opponent in the regular season up until they played Northview Academy, who finally put up eight points on them with Alcoa's second and third string defense, but nonetheless, they finally got the points on Alcoa and broke that streak. Right now, Alcoa on a eight-quarter streak in region play in the regular season, which they'll carry over now into next year, but Alcoa Really on a hot streak, Wayne, 43 points per game, only averaging around 3.4 to the other team. Um, but they're going to face a tough opponent tonight, their third 6A opponent of the season in the Dobbins, Vietnam Indians, who are coming into this ball game looking for some um, revenge um, to get back in the win column, but also against Alcoa, who uh, has beat them the last few times they've played. And um, the last time Alcoa, Wayne, just to drop a fun other stat on you here, the last time Alcoa went to Dobbins Bennett, when they beat them that night, they allowed Maribel to tie them for the most wins in Tennessee history in high school football. Maribel has since climbed up the ladder a little bit more than that, as they now lead that quite a bit. Maribel now is the winningest program in Tennessee football history with 804 wins. Dobbins Bennett, or excuse me, 821. Dobbins Bennett is in second with 804. Alcoa in third with 727, and then Whitehaven in fourth at 712. uh, They're actually, when you look at Max Prep's top 100 winningest programs in high school football at the moment, um, those are the four teams in Tennessee on that list. You you know, and and so so that's a – that's a that's a pretty in depth stat there, Heath. But uh, you talk about looking for some revenge. I, I think they've got a twofold, uh, you know, kind of uh, motivation uh, this week as they come off of a a cross town loss a week ago. But then, you know, I think uh, you know sometimes when you when you play in Alcoa and you're a six A team, you know, Blackman I think was trying to carry a six A banner. I think Dobbins Bennett will carry a six A banner. Uh, and and I think are they looking to to maybe get back what what was was happened last year, you know, that kind of defeat up at Alcoa? Yeah, I mean, I I think Dobbins been, like you said, kind of has two really nice motivations coming into this ball game. Number one, they want to get the bounce back win after losing to Science Hill last week, 21 to 31. But two, uh, some revenge on the Tornadoes. They want to kind of get that win back over them, which is certainly going to be something they're looking forward to doing tonight. Coach Christian, Joey Christian for Dobbins been in high school 22 and 10 in three seasons with the Indians as a head coach. It actually was the assistant there previous to that since 2003. Um, he's 0 and 2 so far against Alcoa, so he's looking also to get his first win against the Tornado. 
Well, and and over the the last few years, that's been hard to come by for a lot of people. So uh, again, uh, <laughs> wish you guys the best of luck, and uh, again, safe travels. Hey. I hope you're hands free in Tennessee. Hey Heath, I got a question for you. <laughs> Give me a couple of names yep, that sir. you uh, should throw out for tonight's game. Uh, some young studs that'll be on the Alcoa sideline. Oh man, some young studs. Well, I can tell you two of them are starting on the offensive line. Um, offensive lineman Lance Williams um, has already got an offer from South Carolina and Tulane. He's only a sophomore, but he's 6'4", 300 pounds. And uh, last year as a freshman, won the state title in wrestling. He oh, can't wow. even wrestle this year because he's too large. <laughs> That's how big this young man is. And then uh, other sophomore offensive lineman transfer from Greenback, Tyler Bubba. Jeffries, yes, you heard me right. Bubba's his nickname. Six five, three hundred and pounds. Um, had an offer from Mississippi State. Just got an offer over the last few weeks from Georgia Tech. Both of them are sophomores. So Alcoa has sat on the offensive line. Look for uh, young sophomore quarterback Zach Lunsford to also rotate in the game behind Camden Burden. And then uh, there's a young man who's gotten a lot of love and had a, a video go viral earlier this season on Max Preps is Jordan Harris. Harris will play defense at the defensive back. Yep. He'll also be rotating in at running back. And then the last player to mention, and this guy could be the best of all four of them, is Elijah Cannon. This kid is a freshman on defense. Um, I, I will tell you now, he is going to be the great Carroll of this Alcoa defense moving oh, forward wow. in the future. Um, last week against downburg Pittman had two interceptions where both of them returned for touchdowns. Coach Rankin has said, this is probably the best freshman he's ever seen. And they said this kid lives in the weight room. Oh, wow. That's the, I didn't know J.G. Play, played against Alcoa last week. I didn't know that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Two pick uh, yeah, sixes, sorry. Yeah, when Alcoa played Pittman last <laughs> week. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they are, they've got some very talented young players. But, again, Wayne, you know this just as well as I do. When it comes to Maryville and Alcoa, they don't rebuild. They just reload. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Uh, you guys carry the banner, the Blunt County banner, up to the Tri-Cities and bring back home a dub, okay? Absolutely. Well, thanks for uh, having me on the show, guys. Uh, y'all are doing a fantastic job, and uh, certainly enjoy hearing you all, and we'll uh, we'll make sure to uh, give you guys a, a share on Facebook. Awesome. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Go Alcoa. Have yeah. a great trip. Hey. Thanks, guys. See ya. See ya. Again, that's Heath Dunkel. He he does a color commentary. Marty Millsaps on the the play by play for your Alcoa Tornadoes. If you're if you want to hear that, it is on tonight here on WKVL 100.9 FM, 8:50 AM. I about said WGAP's call letters, uh, 8:50 AM and streaming at WKVL.com. But guys, let's pick this and then take a quick break. Is is there any reason? Is it is it a one two three Alcoa? I, I don't I don't see a reason why. <laughs> Unless somebody wants to shock the world, and I'm I'm okay with that. Um, I got to go with the tornadoes though. That unless unless there's a there's a, a certain M on the other other side of that card, uh, I got to go with the tornadoes. I think it's going to be twenty four seven tornadoes. Twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. I'm actually going to go thirty five seven. I'm going to go shutout. I'm going to go twenty eight zero. All right. 28-0. So you heard it here first, Heath. Uh, again, 28-0. I'm calling a shutout for that defense. So this for a Big Mac? <laughs> sure. Or, hey, he's up in Tri-Cities. He can bring us back a Pals burger. That's even better. Okay. That yeah, I know you're in Jeff good. City. You know right, about some right. Pals. But, uh, hey, let's get us a quick break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk about the rest of Blunt County, who they're playing tomorrow night. 
and and again some touching games around the area that that um, let's just say has some intrigue into what the postseason could look like. We'll talk about it. And on the flip side, you're listening to the Thursday Grind right here, 100.9 FM, 850 AM, and streaming at wkvl.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, 
but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser along Chris, alongside Chris Hibbs and Coach Tony Iruli as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition. But, guys, we we spent most of the first segment talking about Dobbins-Bennett Alcoa at Dobbins-Bennett as Heath Dunkel gives us a call, gives us the uh, the close-up and, and personal version of Alcoa versus Dobbins-Bennett, a, uh, a game versus 3-6A and 6A if you want to look at it on paper, but a game that uh, Dobbins-Bennett is uh, – they're, they're – uh, they're looking up yeah, at the Alcoa definitely, Tornadoes. Definitely the underdog in that game. Yeah, absolutely. But let's uh, let's look around the the area as as who will be playing tomorrow night. Again, kind of a precursor, little uh, little note. We will not be having a show tomorrow night. We'll play one of our pre-records. It actually may be. I, I can't. I won't. I don't know. Miss Johnny picks them, but uh, it could be another Tony Iruly uh, oh, segment. We might be talking about that mustache. You uh, you just don't have very much variety right now. Oh no, we got but no. Here's the thing: we got all the variety. We got we got Barry Mathis. We got Randy Lambert. Yep. We got uh, David Evans. Those we've are... we've got uh, Coach Mack. All studs. I even got uh, Lon Hersburn. Lon Hersburn. That's a good one. I tell you what, you, uh, that you one's get... hard to fit in just because it's extended. But I think it's worth the extension. Coach Hersburn, you can have part one, two, and three because he's got so many great stories. We need to get him in this afternoon grind because that's kind of more oh, maybe prime time. We need. He we would do enjoy that. doing that. Absolutely. Let's get football kind of kind of toned down, and then we'll uh, we'll get that going. Okay. Go, go long segment, but uh, but anyway. So tomorrow night will be a pre-record. So it's always fun because it's going to be historical stories and and different things like that. Whether it be Maryville College, uh, Lanier, William Blunt. There's all the all the different caveats. We actually we've got uh, David Evans' son, Derek. Right. That's got a coach Iruli and a David Evans and a Derek Evans flair. I mean that one's a primo one. I might I might request that one get put in. That's a good one. Yeah. Remington Award winner that played at Carson Newman. If you see the hat and polo that coach is <laughs> rocking like it, on huh? Facebook Live. Got a brand new hat. I'm it's a, a spiffy a good, hat. It looks it's sharp. Looks sharp. <laughs> but uh, looking around the area, uh, again, we'll talk Greenback, Heritage, Maryville, William Blunt, and then a couple other games uh, in the Knox, East Tennessee area. But Oakdale at Greenback, 5-4 and four Oakdale. Three and six Greenback. Greenback's been affected holistically mm-hmm. by COVID. They've got two COVID wins and they've got two COVID losses. Last week they get a shutout win over Midway and get to three and six. Oakdale comes to Greenback tomorrow night. Guys, who you got? Let's start with Chris. Well, I'm a person on a momentum, and Greenback's coming off a win while Oakdale's coming off a loss. So I'm going to choose Greenback in that game. What about it, Coach? Yeah, I'm going to go Greenback as well because uh, – I mean, Greenback had so much adversity going on early in the year with the COVID games, games being canceled. Uh, just it was just so much disruption. They're kind of playing well now together. It's getting closer to the playoffs. They're, I think they're really peaking right now. So I think I really believe that they're going to come up with a win. 
That's a clean sweep for Greenback, as I'm going to go with the Cherokees as well. I think at home, I think, you know, three and six doesn't look necessarily how Greenbacks look the last few years, but I think graduating a ton of seniors and then the two COVID losses, you never know. If those games were actually played, those may be Greenback victories. So sure. that's that's quickly uh, a flip script for, for the Cherokees. So I'm going to go with Greenback as well. Uh, I, I think they're, they're on to something. And, again, playing at Greenback is, is tough for anybody to go in there and win. Uh, the next game on the docket, 9-0 Maryville heads to finish the regular season at Heritage. Heritage, the Mountaineers, now 2-7 and seven as they, uh, they've they had a resurgence a little bit here in 2020. And I know a lot of people are going, how are you 2-7 and seven and have a resurgence? This is a team that I think lost 26 straight games, 25 or sure. 26 straight games. And they've won two games in this regular season. Started 1-0, and oh, had an opportunity to go to 2-0. and oh. uh, They've taken Cleveland to the wire. They took William Blunt. Uh, in the Battle of the Bell to the Wire, actually had that game won. Sure, it just sure. just kind of didn't go down for them. So I think this is a Heritage team that, from a roster, has improved a lot, and I think they're gonna you know hold down the home front on Senior Night. I think they're gonna they're they're gonna be ready to play. Uh, again, it's just it's Marable. I, I think that's a that's an asterisk on a lot of people's schedule. Uh, again, I'll pick first. I don't think it's a shocker to anybody. I'm gonna go with the Red Rebels. Well, I'm always impressed because no matter what the score is, Heritage always plays hard. And it comes from well, that's Coach Hammondry. Yeah, yeah. Coach Hammondry, that's his DNA, and uh, it doesn't matter who he's playing against. They're going to give tough effort the entire game. Yeah, uh, Maryville's going to win the ball game, but uh, Heritage is going to play all the way to the very end. And so I'm, I'm always proud of it whenever I get a chance to watch them play. Well, and I like it. I'll just throw this in there. Heritage has a bowl game next week. They're going to play Clinton in, in what this has been, the 2020 plus one system. Yeah. You can play an additional game, and they've locked one up with Clinton. Great. And I think that's going to be a good matchup. I, I would pick, be fun. I'll pick Heritage next week. I'll go ahead and tell everybody. Right. But uh, go ahead, Chris. What do you think about that matchup? Well, you know, I wear them red and black glasses first and foremost. <laughs> but, you know, Heritage – He can walk to Maribel <laughs> yeah. High School, by the way. Yeah. So he's pretty affiliated. But, you know, Heritage will probably come out with a lot of effort. Uh, you know, you want to send off the seniors, but – so they'll probably start off strong, but you know how Maryville is. They're just going to keep running it down. Parker McGill is probably going to – I mean, I would venture to say he might get close to 200 yards in this game by the way that defense is I just don't know if he plays that long, honestly. I, I, I see where you're yeah. going with that. I just don't know if he sees that many touches. Well, maybe not. Maybe he can just break off a couple big ones. But, <laughs> you know, I could see it being close, you know, to start off. Like, Maryville loves to uh, start off slow lately. So maybe it starts off a little bit slower, but I could still see Maryville winning by at least – three or four touchdowns yeah I think this is going to be I think it's going to be very similar to the William Blunt game yep. uh, I think it's going to be take some time to get off the ground a little bit but I think yeah the Rebels take off with this one uh, go with Maryville that's a clean sweep on that one so we all picked Alcoa we all picked Greenback we all pick Maryville. <laughs> Not much diversity in this group we, right we, now. I swear, there's more diversity in the hats that we're wearing than, than than the picks we're making on the sheet. But next one, two and seven, Lenore City heads to three and six, William Blunt. Again, William Blunt, Battle of the Bell winners here in Blunt County. Uh, they they play. They've played several close games. Lenore City, one of the Heritage victories. Uh, again, so some common opponents kind of rustling around there. Um, Lenore City. William Blunt. Lenore City's been impacted by COVID, so again, some of that record is COVID-related. Uh, but uh, Or William Blunt. Do you like the governors, Joe Matosin and the boys? Well, you know, I'm a big Matosin fan, and, you know, nice. William William Blunt has a good team. I mean, we know a couple of them players from uh, co-workers, and their sons Absolutely. You know, have been doing really good, and, you know, Gardner's doing great this year mm-hmm. for him. So I'm going to choose the Govs in this game. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with the Govs as well. I mean, they've, uh, you know, I just think they're going to be out, outmatching uh, Lenore City. Lenore, Lenore City has not been playing all that well this season. Uh, I know Coach Cortez. I coached his son. Uh, he's great uh, man as a coach. Uh, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of things that goes on in Lenore City. That's that's really a, a tough place because, you know, a, a lot of the kids, uh, you know, a lot of the kids in that area they play soccer, uh-huh. and so uh, they have a hard time attracting kids uh, to, to be, come out to, on the football team. So a lot of times, you know, they're playing. Uh, it's not equivalent in terms of the size of their team against some of the opponents that they're playing. Oh, yeah. But uh, Coach Cortez, he, he, he works hard. He, you know, he gives his very best effort. But uh, I really believe that, uh, William Blunt's going to win this game. Yeah, I'm going to go with William Blunt as well. Uh, again, Lenore City from a roster is not there. Honestly, I'm a Joe Matosin fan too. If you've ever seen this kid, I mean, he's a great kicker. I mean, he's like next level sure. kicker. Uh, but he's also a really good DB. He's also, you know, I wouldn't be he's a good wide receiver. Yeah. Had some I'm, big catches against uh, Heritage that really uh, made the difference in the game. Yeah, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say he kicks a field goal, scores a touchdown, and maybe maybe knocks down a big pass that uh, Lenore City tries to mount. I think he's going to have an all-around great yeah. game, uh, and I think William Blunt wins the game. So the the other two that I've added, so again, just to, just to be clear, the only uh, local team that, that we, we had to go against was, was Maryville and Heritage. But again, fully believe Heritage is going to play a great game. They're, they're going to come out and they're going to give it, give it all that they have. Again, it's just a heavy, it's a loaded uh, Maryville football team yet again. The two that I've picked outside of the, the, the realm of influence, if you will, is, is one, one that's close to, to the earshot of most Maryville Rebel fans, and that's Oakland. How are the Patriots of Oakland High School. How are they doing? And the answer is nine and zero. They're playing Warren County this week, who's eight and one. And I don't know that it's necessarily you want Oakland to lose. You just want to see what they're doing, how they're doing, and and how they're they're progressing. Uh, again, a semifinal matchup the last several years has been Maryville and Oakland. So uh, Oakland has Warren County. Warren County's eight and one. I know nothing about Warren County. But you know what? I'm going with Oakland. <laughs> oh, that's way way to stick your neck out on line on that one. Yeah, there. right. Yeah, I mean, Oakland. You know, that's that's a classic game when never when uh, Oakland and Maryville goes at each other. I don't see any, any difference, so uh, I'm going to choose them as well. Going with Warren County, Chris. Well, you know, might as I, well. I, I'm going to go with Oakland here. You know, being up in press box, one of the first things ever, anybody ever asks us is, "Hey, what's the Oakland score?" When right. you got all the scores up, you know, that's the score of interest. That's a game of interest. Uh, you know, Oakland's coming off a big win over Riverdale, and Riverdale was supposed to be a big challenge, and they right. actually beat Warren County 39-6 like two weeks prior. So, you know, Oakland looks like them and Maryville is on another crash course for the sixth year in a row now. I guess that would be the, the Friday after Thanksgiving. That's normally when that game is yeah. played. So, yeah, be be ready, be excited. And, uh, and, again, I think Oakland clean sweep. So, I think we finally found a game. I think this last game we can pick different. <laughs> Thank goodness. Or at least I'm going to let you all pick first, and then I'll pick the opposite. I'll just go that way. But uh, the last one is, is is really a battle of two gritty football teams, two teams that aren't, aren't necessarily what you would consider perennial great, but they have those moments every few years when they really get it together. And that's South Doyle and Powell. Matt Lowe and the coaching staff there at Powell have really had a dynamic offense. Uh, he kind of splashed onto the scene uh, with upsetting uh, Central. I thought that was a, a pretty big win for yeah. him. And then South Doyle, Clark Duncan and his bunch. I mean, you talk about Clark. He played at Tennessee, and I'm not sure he couldn't still take a few snaps. But uh, South Doyle 7-2. and two, 
Powell seven and two. Uh, again, the game is at Powell. What do you think? Let's start with Chris Hips. Well, I think I'm going to go with South Doyle in this game. I mean, Powell's on a two-game losing streak heading into this matchup, and South Doyle is on a uh, – well, they lost last week to a really good Knox Central team. However, they're, they've are they been putting up about averaging 42 points a game. So, give me South Doyle in this matchup. What do you got, Coach? Well, I'm going to go South Doyle as well because <laughs> – <laughs> Because I, 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 I love watching Coach Clark uh, – Coaches' teams—they're tough. They're physical. Mm. He gets the the very best out of them. He comes out with good ball players coming from that program. Uh, I mean, they're tough and they're gritty, and I, I like the way they play. So I'm going South Carolina. So it's up to you now. I'm going Powell. I'll just I'll it. just flip script. And the <laughs> reason I go Powell—if you watch them on TV earlier in the year—that quarterback, that little fourth yeah. down scramble to the end zone. That's playmaker ability. That's what my father-in-law calls Billy Joe Tom Bob ability and where he's not big enough, he's not fast enough, he's not strong enough, but he wins. Yep. And that's what Matt Lowe has got going on with their quarterback there, and I'm going to go with Powell. Uh, like I told you pre-show, pre, uh, pre I'm like, I don't know why they used all that letters. They could have just said P-A-L because that's what the people say around here, Powell. It's from Powell. So let's uh, let's go with uh, there's some there's some diversity there. If I win that game, I win the week because we matched there everywhere else. But uh, but guys, let's take another quick break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, it's gonna be a toss up. We're gonna have to we're gonna fight over it at, at break. Either we're gonna talk World Series Dodgers or we're gonna talk college football. I got a feeling I know where we're gonna go with this. But let's okay. take us a break. Uh, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, you'll know what we're gonna talk about. It's one of those two things. But we'll be back in just a minute. You don't want to miss it. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. 
So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is Sports Radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips and Coach Tony Iruli as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition. As we make it back into studio, I want to give a little shout out to AJ Iruli as yeah. uh, Coach's son checks in. All right, AJ. Good job, man. Check it out. Hey, everybody wave. <laughs> you can't hear it on the radio. You can't hear waves on radio, but if you're on Facebook Live, you saw that. But, <laughs> but guys, we, we debated at the break. There's some really good college football games to talk about, and we're going to. Mm-hmm. But I, Coach wants five minutes to uh, soapbox a little bit about the World Series. So, so you say you're a gr- you you were a big fan of the decision to take Snell out of the game. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh man, I'm still mad about that. I mean, you got pitcher pitching a shutout. He's given up two hits. He has struck out. Ten batters in five innings. 
well. But there's probably well, no, a chart what's somewhere. Well, what's well? Well, what? <laughs> and you pull them out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Chris said, you you, yeah. you wanted him really good for game seven. Yeah. You got to get there You're first. not saying that with a lot of emotion like I am right now. <laughs> I mean, I can't. You know, it drives me nuts sometimes with baseball. They, they get so hooked into those, uh, what's it called, those uh, statistics, yeah. the money ball type of stuff, and how many pitches has he thrown, how many curveballs against the wind. I mean, just, you know. It's it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, so I mean, if I was Sandy Koufax, are you going to pull him out or right. Bob Gibson or or those type of pitchers? No, you don't I mean, do that. I, even even younger, I, I don't even know if it's. I mean, I'm trying to think of like just some lockdown guys. I mean, I don't even. There's not a guy. What they've seen, and, and one analyst said this. So this isn't Wayne's opinion. Okay. This is just. But I, I think this is probably the the mantra they used. One, save him on on pitches. But two. Uh, there, there is a statistic that people have been using the last couple of years that the first time through a, through a batting order, here's the percentage chance strikeout. It goes down the second time you see him, yeah, and it yeah. goes way down the yeah. third time he yeah. sees batters. Yeah. And he was right at the cusp of that third round, yeah. and I think I, – I think that was a dynamic that made the decision. Ultimately, was a bad one. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. You, you know, I, Chris Game's on the line, 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Runners are first and second. I think one out, whatever it was and all. Yeah, but if they made it to game seven. <laughs> Chris, what, what do you think? Do you th- I mean, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, bad decision. But uh, AJ, you know what I'm talking about, don't you, son? <laughs> do, you have any, do you have any reason why that was a good decision? I mean, I can understand the uh, – statistics of it the fact that you know you don't want your uh main pitcher you know in in the sixth inning you know that he's already been through the lineup twice but at the same time i'm also one of the people i'm i'm agreeing with coach over there you got the hot hand you got the guy pitching lights out I mean, and wasn't kershaw on the other side was kershaw playing in, in game six i, I it's no, i've slept since he then. was game five yeah yeah he was in five i was gonna say if you've got kershaw on the other side it's maybe a good decision because he's used to he, he kind of unfolds at some point but uh you know not that that doesn't happen for the dodgers they win the series the rays are, are talking about what could have been what what might should have been but uh it's the, know, it's the world series <laughs> so it's Coaches. a time where you got a man up and get your guy going and you know hey it's Put the game on his shoulders. It's 2020. You can blame it on whatever. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'd rather have been the Braves in that situation. I got to go out for a walk right now. <laughs> <laughs> what What about that? Uh, I brought up the Dodgers, and Chris instantly kind of went, I hate the Dodgers. And I'm like, oh, um, so you have an opinion? He was like, well, yeah. And so, so you, Chris, is it, do you have you always hated the Dodgers, or is it just a this year – kind of situation no uh, i think we talked about it a couple times at uh football games them and the cardinals you know they're always been a thorn in the side of any atlanta braves fan and true, know, that, true that. i kind of you know with my love for atlanta it's kind of hard to uh root for the dodgers it's like rooting for uh the nationals last year just can't do that so so a little, little side piece what about what about the dodgers win the world series that old turner got pulled mid-game for a covid positive test which Kind of blew my mind. You're you're yeah. in eighth inning. Of the well, game. you're in the game. You've already been around anybody. You're gonna be around. I understand the sentiment. Like immediately, you get a positive test. You f- you go into protocol. So I was like, okay, weird, hard to explain, but I understand. But then he comes back out for the post game celebration, wearing <laughs> a mask. But then for a picture with the whole team around him, he drops the mask. I'm like. 
I don't know that that's what you wanted to do on national TV. Yeah, then and plus just getting the results, the eighth inning of the game. I mean, don't. You know. I'm like, where are you getting these results? Yeah. you know, measured at. Like, it's did, like, did you like go to Papa John's and, and get the test taken or something? They, I, mean, I don't know. They might have got them on Grubhub. <laughs> they got they them to the deliver it. Test. I mean, did, um, don't they have to take tests like before the game and get the results before the game? So my understanding is he had a test like. So what what day was it? Sorry, I've been working a lot, doing a lot. Yeah. But whatever day it was, is there was an inconclusive test, okay. which which in my opinion should have should have you know kind of swung you into protocol. But it gets an inconclusive test, so they have to go with the longer test, like the the one that actually takes a couple of days to get back. And so that one actually is the one that came back positive mid game. Okay. And I'm just like, uh-huh. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. But anyway, we we talked about it a little bit yesterday with Troy. Uh, I think it was off or not, honestly, because, like I said, he had been exposed to anybody he was going to be exposed to. Yeah. Uh, the the damage had been done. You know, he had been around them within six feet for longer than ten minutes. Give him a seat in the bullpen and let him play. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, but they well, don't. all his teammates knew why he was pulled out. They didn't seem to mind him being in the picture with them. Well, so. although they can quarantine wherever they're going to yeah. celebrate their World Series Disney championship. World. But uh, yeah. but anyway, guys. Uh, it just it's it's an odd situation. I I don't know. I'm I don't know why I always uptick kind of a cup half full situation. But I guess from a, being a Braves fan, I'm at least going. Well, at least the team that that knocked the Braves out won the thing. Is is there any? I mean, is that just? Uh, am I just scapegoating? Three, wow, yeah. y'all grunted three, at three, the exact three, same three time. Games of one. Yeah, three, well. yeah. What my family's a lot of Braves fans too as well. We, we were suffering every game that the Dodgers won. And it's like the Braves. The Braves were in the same thing yeah. as the Snell. They had a pitcher, uh, who was it, right. Uh, right, going off. You know, he was having a great game, pulled him out, and the bullpen gave up three runs, and they lost the game, what, 3-2 in the game, five? Yeah. You know? As we uh, maybe we need to move on. I feel like there's tears coming <laughs> yeah. if we keep this thing going. We keep, we're not at a good place yeah. right now. Let's get to a good place. As as a good place is, I feel like we can all agree on this. College football is a good place to be, unless you're in maybe Wisconsin. But uh, anyway, uh, some good games to be had this weekend. One game was going to be pretty good. I thought Wisconsin Nebraska thought that was going to be a good matchup. It got canceled because Wisconsin one week into this, re, re, you know, reopen. And Wisconsin's down with the COVID. You, you, you know what kind of happened? You know, some players got it, but it really hit their quarterbacks. The right. starting quarterback got it. Mm-hmm. Then their backup quarterback got it. Then their third string quarterback got it. And so they were. Down I just to feel the, like you got their it. scout team quarterback. Yeah. The, uh, I think you strategize. I think your first team, like your whole starters, they they live together. They eat together. Your yeah. second team goes the other way. But uh, and then the head coach got it. Yeah, I think Paul Christ has it. Well, he, so he said if he's losing all those guys, he might as well join them. Well, here's yeah. the thing: with Big Ten, you're out. You're out three weeks. So yeah, I, 21 I think, days. I think that may actually end their. You know, I don't want to say end their season, but impact yeah. is probably an understatement. Yeah. But and, uh, and he started so late that there's no room to move a game. Yeah, to well, another weekend. So I mean, they they've lost the game permanently. Well, and sounds like if you uh, if you wanted to add a game, i.e. Nebraska, yeah. uh, the Big Ten's going to dictate that away. So Nebraska was going to pick up UTC, which eh, it was kind of going to be fun. You know, somebody said somebody found a a, a, a punching bag to hang in in Nebraska. Sure. sure. And I don't know that that's that was going to be the case, honestly. But uh, the Big Ten says no, you can't do that. Well, the Big Ten said that uh, when they made their schedule that. It has to be conference games only, no non-conference. 
And mm -hmm. so this happened, and Nebraska tried to get them to play Kind uh, of UGC. a waiver, if you will. Yeah, because, you know, they're losing a whole bunch of money. There's right. a lot of, you know, the money that they've lost not playing a home game uh, is several million dollars. And so they've lost that, that money, that income. So that's the reason why they were doing it. Man. Plus, you know, but, you know, uh, UTC was going to make uh, about two hundred $300,000. That would have been great for their program as yeah, well. Yeah, that's who I feel bad for, honestly, sure. is UTC, because sure. they were going to be able to recoup some of this. You know, a lot of these teams, you know, and they, you know, I think it's kind of an unwritten thing, they're coming back, you know, kind of Pac-12 is probably a decent example. They're coming back to get some TV money, yeah, quite frankly. Yeah, they yeah. didn't want to get cut out of that deal. Well, so. plus they're seeing you know, so many staff people starting to lose their jobs. Yeah. You know, football and basketball, they bring in so much revenue, and when you lose yeah. that revenue, uh, there's it's greatly affected. Not well, people involved in their sports, but other people as well. Well, Tennessee, people, uh, coaches in other sports. Yeah, yeah, Tennessee, for example, they're they're cutting. I think 180 uh, either teachers, administrators, or what have you have taken a pay cut since this started. Sure. I'm sure it's the same at Carson Newman. I think I think around around the country, there's different levels of impact. Sure. But but let's talk about games that are going on this weekend. Okay. Again, uh, as we've talked about at the, the beginning of the last two segments, and again we got about seven minutes to go. Uh, Tomorrow there will not be a pick segment show. We'll re-air one of our historic shows. Again, we'll see who that will be. I'm, I'm going to push for the Derek Evans show. I, I like that show, so I'm going to push that one Good. for tomorrow. Good call. And, uh, and, and, again, you need to check that out. Remington Award winner, uh, Appy State football player Carson Newman Eagle, yeah. and, uh, and, again, now a police officer here in Blunt County. Yeah, so he's, again, he, he works over at uh, Union Grove Middle School Yeah, with my wife, Carol, and does a great job over there. And uh, Derek's father and I, Dave, played football together at Maryville. Great family, great friends, and uh, I'm glad you're able to uh, bring that back. Absolutely. Uh, but, guys, K-State, the number 16 team in the country, 4-1 and one on the year, 4-0 and oh in Big 12 play. G travel, probably the farthest away game of any conference game in the country. They go to Morgantown, West Virginia. Yeah, the Big 12, yeah. West Virginia. It's a whole conversation amongst itself. West Virginia favored by 3.5, just a hair, hair heavier than the home field advantage. Chris, who you got and why? I want to make my uh, buddy McIntyre here very proud. Jeffy Mack? Give me them Mountaineers from West Virginia. I just think that offense has been clicking. So, you know, I, I, I like their offense every year. I think, you know, the coach does a great job on it. And like I said, I, I could see them uh, upsetting K-State in this game. Yeah, I like K-State. You know, they're, they're – Hey, we got parody yeah, game number one. Look at that. All right, all right. But, uh, I mean, it's – it's either or type of game, but I think K State uh, they're a little bit more solid on both sides of the ball. Uh, they play in tough games. They always seem to be undermanned a lot of games, but they find a way to win football games. So I'll, that's who I'm going with. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Mountaineers. Uh, I'm gonna go with West Virginia as well. Their quarterback is, is completing a pretty high percentage of his passes, already nearing the 1400 yard mark early in this season. Uh, nine touchdowns on the year so far. So I'm gonna go with West Virginia over Kansas State. Uh, so, again, a little parody. Coach stepping out on a limb yeah, there. Take, yeah, taking a chance right now. Going to the Southeastern Conference, LSU, the defending national champ. I think we're, we seem like we're so far away from that right now yeah, as they've, yeah. they've had a terrible start to this season. They travel to the Plains to take on Auburn. Again, another team that has their questions more than answers. Uh, but Bo Nix and Auburn host LSU. A little rotating area there at quarterback. But does Coach O have the Tigers ready to go at Auburn? Start with Coach. Well, I, I'm going to go for uh, Auburn. 
All right, I think uh, you know, I like Bo Nix. Uh, you know, they, uh, you know, he, he's able to make things happen. I think uh, I think uh, LSU is still trying to find themselves right now. They, they lost a lot of guys from graduation. They've lost some guys that uh, you know they've uh, decided to opt out. Uh, so and that's a that's a big factor as well. Yeah, plus the game is at Auburn, which is a tough, you know a tough place to play as well. And so uh, that's what I'm going to go for. What you got, Chris? Yeah, I'm going to actually agree. I, I really like, uh, what's his name, Tank Bigsby, the running back for Auburn. I is mean, that not the greatest thing? I mean, he's, he's having a monster year so far, near 500 yards rushing already. And, you know, I just – the LSU defense has been very, very suspect. I right. know they've had a lot of people out, you know, um, injuries. You know, I had some people opted out. But, yeah, that defense is definitely different than last year's defense. You know, I'm going to go with LSU. I really am. I, I think being able to put up 52 points last week against South Carolina, albeit South Carolina defensively, is nothing to really really hang your hat on. But I think they found a, the quarterback that replaced the, the injured first string guy. Uh, I like what they're able to do with him, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with LSU. Go on the road. I think Bo Nix is gonna help them a little bit. Honestly, I think he may throw he may throw a pick pick six something to that effect. I'm gonna go with LSU. Great great job. Yeah, great. Go that's my, Tigers. That's my Orgeron yeah. <laughs> <laughs> invitation. Yeah, go Tigers. Go Tigers. Another game to talk about, and this one was probably a little hotter on the docket last week before the big upset of Indiana over Penn State, Ohio State. Penn State was going to be a battle of top ten teams uh, coming in, but uh, as as uh, Indiana kind of shocked the world a week ago, uh, not so much is is that dynamic. Who do you got? Ohio State, Justin Fields, and the uh, and the uh, video game level offense that they were putting up in week number one for the Big Ten, or or does Penn State come in mad? James Franklin turned the switch and get it done. Let's start with uh, Chris. I think we started with Coach last time. Give me the OH and IO in this matchup. I mean, that offense is just clicking on all cylinders. And, you know, Penn State, they're, they're always known for their running back, but they don't have no Saquon Barkley this year. So give me Ohio State in this matchup. Well, I'm going to go with you as well, uh, Ohio State. I think it's going to be a tight game through most of the game than I think uh, – Ohio State's going to uh, pull it off. I think they've got a little bit more depth, good offense. Uh, you know, I watched that game against Indiana. I'm still in shock that uh, that the game ended the way they did. They did, but uh, it, it's going to be a good ball game between these two. But I believe uh, Ohio State's going to pull it out. Yeah, I'm going to say the only way James Franklin impacts this game is if he dots the I for the band of Ohio State. I think that's the only way they get the victory. Yeah. I go with Ohio State, and I actually think they win pretty big, yeah. honestly. And I will say James Franklin. I tell you, what, I, I got a really admire him i think he's an outstanding coach oh yeah and he's he's he just coached it man yeah he's a great coach i really like him he just he he was the thorn in tennessee side for a long <laughs> yeah long time. yeah only guys don't like him is tennessee well why not yeah why not uh anyway <laughs> anyway uh last game to talk about texas Okie state we've got about a minute so this is probably just pick and go but uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with texas i think i think tom herman honestly i think this week is he's got to answer some questions because mm-hmm. we're getting into a time to where tom herman's got to he, he's got to see if he's moving this thing this needle in the right direction and i think he's got to do it against a uh, oklahoma state team that normally offensively has a lot going for it right. go, go ahead uh coach well, and Texas doesn't wait very long. I mean, he's got a five-year contract, but they give him about two years to show, uh, you know, whether he can do it there or not. It's the Saban effect. That's right. I mean, you know, it'll be close. I I think uh, Okie State's going to win this one. What do you got, Chris? I want the Chuba, Chuba, Chuba Hubbard and that that run game. I mean, for Okie State's been incredible. So let's 
Let's hope they can stop uh, Gunslinger Erlinger yeah. and win this matchup. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be a good dynamic. But uh, again, a little parody as we hit college football. Maybe we should have started there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we only spent about what twelve minutes. Hey, it was a good twelve it was though. A quality Solid 12, 12. But uh, yes. as coach, appreciate you coming in, Chris. Thanks Maybe. for coming in. I'll see Chris tomorrow night, coach. Hope you're listening. Uh, but the Rebels take on Heritage and Alcoa tonight against DB. Take care. Be safe. And yes, grind on. <laughs>